forever. Eternity. You don't need people anymore. Nothing you can do about it. Content. Nothing you can do. Content. You will be mashed up, cut up, repackaged for someone else's need. And the world's largest media company <laughs> creates no content. Yeah, we're not producing the content. Um, we're allowing users to, to share. I hereby declare this to be an unlawful assembly. I want to know what they're talking about amongst themselves. And I want to spread that content to the people who aren't this content yet. It's normal for some things to come to your attention. And we're back for another episode of Are We Content? Where I'm your host. They call me Mr. X indeed, but you can call me Chud. All right, look. Last time we had Mitch, the orgone donor here, I gave him one of the highest compliments I can give someone, which was that... The first time that we had talked in a podcast, he changed the way I viewed reality. He changed the way I viewed specifically cell towers and how I saw them. And I started to see the world a little different than I did before. I started seeing more cell towers than I did before. And I started seeing them with new patterns that I hadn't seen before that. Now, when I give that compliment, it's not because... Mitch said something to me and suddenly the world changed. There was a major factor that came long before that, that really helped things along, which was that I had taken what some people dread and that is the black pill. Oh dear. No, not the black pill. Um, you know, the pill analogy, I missed the matrix. I didn't see it until just a couple years ago. Um, so I was hearing the pill analogy all over the place for a long time before I really put it together. It wasn't until I read Michael Malice's book, uh, The New Right, that he actually laid out that it was from The Matrix, and I watched it within a week from that. Great movie, by the way. But uh, with that, I have been taking red pills my whole life. Um, one of the lines in that, Michael, I think it was in that Michael Malice book, he said, remember, when you take the red pill... Don't take the whole bottle in OD. You're supposed to just take one. Well, <laughs> I've been taking so many for so long that I, I OD'd a long time ago on the red pill. And really, that led me to what I call the black pill, the everything is death pill, if you will, um, which some people see as a very negative thing. I don't. I never have. I've actually seen it as a very positive thing. I often tell people, if they tell me they're starting to feel black-pilled, I say, keep going, because it gets lighter on the other side. Once you realize that it's all a lie, you start, I, I was able to start seeing a lot more about the reality that was around me. And when I spoke with Mitch the very first time back on Deborah Gets Red-Pilled, that was something that I was able to take in and rearranged the way I viewed things. And that was largely because I had taken that black pill. So welcome to Are We Content? As always, I have our resident skeptic himself, Moral Bob, with us. And tonight, as I mentioned, we have Mitch the Orgone donor back for a second round of this tiny little podcast here. Mitch, how you doing tonight? I'm doing great. And uh, thank you for bringing me back. Uh, the last time I was here, I I just thoroughly enjoyed myself probably more than anyone that listened to me talk. Um, I really value both of your guys' opinions. And uh, I, yeah, it's, um, 
it's just interesting. The things you're, I think it's a, it's one of the least censored or self-censoring arenas, like comfortability and whatnot. And, you know, any, I know anything goes and everyone should always be themselves, but I definitely, I mean, it, you stand out to that and I appreciate the opportunity to chat with you guys. I mean, we could be talking about, well, I'd say we could be talking about the rain, but some, we typically are talking about the rain sometimes because of the towers and the organized stuff, but we could literally talk about anything and I just, yeah, I have a heyday. So I'm, hey, that's great. I'm, I'm really, here. I'm really glad that you can feel comfortable in this arena, as you put it, because that's what this, this podcast is all about is it's no holds barred. If you have an opinion, put it out there, say what you're thinking and don't hold back. Well, we don't have uh we don't have that natural gut instinct to reject things because we don't have beliefs here. Like, it's just that that's what makes it the safe space is you could say anything you're not going to offend any of our core beliefs you know we're oh, like, well. <laughs> oh, oh fuck that like we don't it's, join cults here so you can talk you know, about anything you want it's fine. you know bob it's interesting the way you put that there about um not the, the not believing and not knowing things uh i've recently been going down a little bit of some some gnostic um rabbit holes and learning about gnosticism something I've people call me a Gnostic sometimes and I don't know what to do with that. I don't think it's accurate. Um, I don't take most labels, but that got me well, to thinking about that word uh, agnostic, agnostic, right? Which means you don't know. And that is rooted in the same word gnosis. Gnosis is apparently the Greek word for knowledge. And when you say a in front of something, it makes it non right so apolitical a big one these days is asexual means you have no sexual desires whatsoever um you know things like that so when you say agnostic or agnostic as i've always pronounced it you're saying it's specifically pointed at religion but if i take that in the bigger sense man i am agnostic as fuck because i can't tell you anything <laughs> with certainty all i can tell you is stuff that i take in and i i think about it but i i leave it hang i always leave everything hanging and ready to rearrange and think more about it right. well the thing is is that like um the only thing that i know like i don't know any like i i i'm not 100 on anything except one thing which is Flatter. whatever they tell us no, not even that. I mean, yeah, it could yeah. be a simulation. I mean, um, but I just know for a fact that whatever they tell us is bullshit. Like mm -hmm. that, I can I can put a hundred percent certainty on, but nothing else I could put a hundred percent on. Well, if that's they an tell interesting. us it's one way. It for sure is not that way. That's an interesting one to put a hundred percent on because you're putting the hundred percent on a negative and a non-provable there, kind of on its own, right? You know, so it's like it's not. Even though you're being 100%, you're 100% about what's wrong, not 100% about what's right, which right. I feel is very different. Well, I think oh, yeah. as everyone's trying to like find the truth and thinks they know the truth. And and I have to say, too, after the last time that when, when you brought me on your show last time, I have not seen it been a while since I'd seen my Instagram following go down that quickly after I'm posting sorry. something no don't, there's no do Whoops. not ever nothing to apologize i'll take for. blame for it, that one it was no no it's, people don't it, like me 
it's no, it has, it had nothing to do with either of you. I think it was more telling of the sign of the times that like right. we've um, and I was, I, you know, I don't know if this was something that we would get on the cusp of talking about or go into detail about, but really just the, my, I have had to reevaluate so many things that like, I know when, like we, we know when something's a lie, we know we can, we can, we're on this quest for the truth. And it's like, but we're never, ever, we never get to know the absolute truth. It's like, there's right. so much deception. But once we know something is a lie, we can sort of like compartmentalize it, sweep it off to the side and move on. And so, you know, I like to say the phrase, the more you learn, the less, you know, and now it's this quest for being a truther ever since, especially the 2020 stuff. I have, I've gotten to a point that I refuse to throw all my eggs into one basket on anything anymore, including having, I have done an entire reevaluation of busting towers just for my own little niche of what I do. And, and I lecture Bob on Instagram all the time about this, that <laughs> I'm one of the few people out there. I, I'm so angry right now and I'm genuinely angry about it right now. The amount of deception surrounding the concept of chemtrails and this, this push that's always been there on aluminum, barium and strontium and that people have no freaking clue what this reality is, where we are. And, and it's kind of like in the same world where someone can say the news is fake. Uh, they can censor anything they want. Uh, they can, if they don't want you to know about it, you won't know about it. They can cover this up or this or that or whatever. And then it's like out of the same parable, out of the other hand, they're e just eating up the exact same concepts of like, oh, well, but they're all those patents. I'm like, what patents? Don't you trust the patents? I'm like, oh, you mean the ones that Google practically is force feeding everybody right now? Everybody's hearing about like, you know, uh, cloud seeding. That's a big one. People are talking about, oh, we're going to ban chemtrails. We're going to legalize that. You know, we got to get the law involved because nothing yeah, works yeah. better than asking the government to stop the government from killing you. <laughs> but like, it's just this, this concept that, I no longer look at things as just finding the information. Now it, it's, it's like a full-blown game of why am I allowed to know this information? Where did I get this information? Right. Who's telling me this information? And it's just more confusing than ever. And so like with, I agree with what Bob said. Like we don't know anything and we think we do. And the truth or movement, I'm actually – I'm just at a point in 2024, I am more afraid of NPCs. I'm sorry, I'm more afraid of truthers than NPCs. Mm -hmm. And I, after my Christmas and family and, and going back to where I come from and spending time with my pre-COVID era part, part of my life, I, I just, I know that we tried so hard to get away from this old world. And I'm like, that's not the threat to me anymore yeah. it's these right. this absolutism and this belief that by god everyone's figured it out i'm like we don't know shit so no it's it's so true i think you know it's fascinating to to mention npcs versus truthers um i think there's absolutely spillover in that and always has been there are people who are branded as put themselves out as a truther but they're just as much an npc as anybody else and I think something that we might have seen over, you know, more recently, but really starting over the last four years was I think four years ago, we had a lot of people come into concepts of conspiracy really fresh, really fresh. And they hadn't heard about 9-11. <laughs> you know, they'd, or they, they hadn't thought about 9-11. Of course, they'd heard of the event, 
but they hadn't really questioned it. And a, and a lot of other things due to the, to the stupid COVID shit that went around. And um, I think to take it back, I was talking about the black pill at the beginning. I think a lot of those people start getting close to that black pill and they turn around and they go, uh-uh, no, 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 no. This is, I don't want my world to be destroyed. I want my world. I want to find what's wrong and then have that same world fix it. Okay. I want, I want to figure out what the government's doing wrong and then ask the government to fix it. I want to figure out that the government's breaking my leg and not ask them to stop breaking my leg. I'm going to demand that they build crutches for everyone because we all need crutches and we wouldn't be able to function without them. But when you take that black pill, everything is, you recognize that everything is a lie. It's all deceit. It's all fabrication. And it's not really that big a deal when new stuff comes out. I mean, it can be a big deal in a sense, but at the same time, I, I know I speak for myself and I, and I, and I hope that you guys can agree with me that like, there's very little conspiracy that could come around the corner that could ruin my life. Very right. little. Well, <laughs> I, I quote him all the time. Um, my buddy, John, the fed, he says, you know, don't put it, so much stock in something that when you find out it's wrong it ruins your who you are your ideology or whatever yeah like never put that much weight into anything into anything we've seen certain events um you know like there was a time four years ago there were so many people who were on the the tartaria thing and yep. then some time goes by and some of the heavy players in that subject kind of recanted on some of the things they're going, well, no, actually, maybe it does fit in our timeline. And I was looking at things wrong. I didn't take this and that into account. And a whole bunch of people like overnight said, oh, I was wrong about that. Never mind. <laughs> Forget about all that. They didn't go, well, wait a second. I still came up with a lot of good questions. You guys presented me with a lot of good questions and they're not answered just because a couple of them have been answered. And maybe it changed a couple of prominent people's minds, but that doesn't mean I don't know. Then all of a sudden that starts seeming kind of NPC to me. <laughs> you heard about it from one person and then that person changes their mind and you change your mind too. Mm, I don't know. I don't know if you're thinking for yourself at that point. Right. Well, I, think, I mean, I, I've said for a long time that if, if we see it, if, if we can find it and see it, we're meant to like for one reason or another, we're meant to, because the people that control everything, if they don't want you to find out about it, you're not going to find out about it. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, yeah. If you also, there's a good phrase, if you can't control them, confuse them. So everything is about like, like even right now with, with geo geoengineering is big right now. The entire world's learning that chemtrails are in fact a real thing, but the government has quickly swooped in. And I, I called this the last time we did this episode, I'd been calling this for years you know, I refer to him as Doomsday Dane, Dane Wigington, and the whole that angle of that concept. It's like, oh, something's happening in the sky. It's all about the sky. Look up at the sky. Look at the billboards with the people being sprayed that say you're being sprayed like a bug. Uh, learn about the government. The government's the boogeyman. The government's controlling this. You can obviously plead to the government for help and ask them for help, or this can be. And in the meantime, I'm over here in the corner and I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is about the fucking towers. This is about the frequency fence. This is about what's controlling the actual fabric of reality. And it's funny because we used to always say people need to look up instead of down at their phones. Well, I'm telling everybody they should be looking down 
maybe not, I mean, look at the phone, not because of the screen, but because it's the thing in your hand that is a frequency device. And there's so much going on right now with manipulating this realm. I can't even call it a planet. I don't even want to call it the world. I don't call it flat or round at this point. Um, realm is and, beautiful. And, I use and, realm. And you guys, I've been, I've been getting into some really, I, I mean, I, I understand some people can't go to a certain degree where, like I said, the last time on here, I want to make a t-shirt that says, I believe in infinite possibilities, except the things I don't like, or the things that make me uncomfortable. And yes. I'm, I'm at a point, like I've gone through some really, I mean, I, I have really, really dark days and people want to call me a nihilist because I am Gnostic leaning, but I've, I've learned even in the work that I do, like I am, I, I feel more like uh, I am a bandaid to a situation to help others where I can with the time I have, but like, I am not of this world. I am simply in it. And I, I have been listening a lot to not, not, I mean, we talked a little bit about Howdy last time. And I know people think of Howdy McCoskey as like the doomsday guy and he's a nihilist and people, uh, like, I don't whatever. Think and, well, no, no, no. I mean, guy. I come from, I mean, yeah, I, I escaped, I escaped the new age shit from when I moved to Sedona years ago. And like, it's that idea that like we're here to create a new earth and i like look around and i like i see a lot of people uh creating new products and creating new wealth and creating new followings and religions and all that stuff but it's like it's the same matrix but with crystals and extra steps and <laughs> there's more to this realm that like i don't i don't think we're supposed to be here and or we're held, we're being, something is happening that is not letting us figure out how to break the the spell of it. And, you know, I listen to, between Howdy and I listen to this guy, Tony Sayers, who's, who kind of, he, I listen more to actually the conversations going on in their listener base. And I love seeing what people are talking about because all of these people are sort of going, like one person made a comment in a YouTube video that really made me stop and think this was a few weeks back at Christmas. And I was just, it said, does anyone else feel like, you know, ever since the COVID stuff and you, you know, we woke up in these different times, 2014 or 2012, 2016, 2018, whatever. And they said, I've kind of come full circle and feel like everyone around me has simply migrated back to where like they they don't see what's really going on in this reality as far as what's the detriment happening to humanity. Um, they they want to fix something that's beyond their control or they have a misunderstanding thinking they can just like, you know, kumbaya themselves into, you know, I, I'm of the belief system that like the word abundance is just a very wonderfully uh rebranded word for materialism and it with crystals and extra steps and so I, I look at like what people are talking about and this person said i feel like everyone in my life to some degree is a new ager and i know people hate their labels and whatever but like when we think of a new ager a lot of people think of like maybe abraham hicks or they think of um they think of somebody who's literally singing Kumbaya or wearing a certain type of garment or doing Kundalini yoga or whatever. But really like I see, I see a lot of people that like flee from the city thinking they can outrun something that needs to be dealt with. Or, you know, it's like all of your problems can be solved if you just grow your own food. And I'm like, well, I can tell you based on the sky and based on the cycles that are going on in this realm and based on the temperatures and the terrible winter, a lot of people in this country and the world have had. And like, 
that the earth is clearly pissed right now is what it feels like. Um, that's, it's, that's not the case. Like it's sort of like when you hear people say we're all in this together, but then it's also kind of like, screw you, you're on your own. Cause I can afford to go buy something out in the top of the mountains and get away from you. So it's like, I look at all of that stuff lately and I, you know, I follow this one guy who has since disappeared from the internet, but if anyone's interested, I, I, cause I wanted to tell you guys specifically, if you ever get a chance to look up a, a gentleman or his videos, he goes by the name Chiron last. And I bet somebody watching this has probably heard that rings a bell, but, um, he, it's like, how do you spell his did, name? His first Chiron, name. It's, it's C H I R O N okay. Chiron uh last last and he he did a video series and he was one of these people that i started listening to it a couple years ago and i wasn't ready i was just like this just sounds like an angry guy he uses a voice modulator i used a modulator to demodulate and i could i'm pretty sure i figured out his what his real voice was he's canadian i could tell that much um and and very angry in a lot of the videos but as time went on, I kind of went back. Someone had triggered me recently and said, you should go look up this series he does called The Golden Web. And basically, imagine if you, if the Earth or this world was to take you out to dinner, the two of you, and break up with you. And it was the most emotionally damaging and depressing experience I think I've ever had trying to watch a form of media. Um, it, like, it was like emotional in a good way. And it also was heartbreaking. And it was like, just, and I've been doing this for basically since the last time we talked is what I've been going through with this because it, it all sort of sinks together. This idea that like, we like, where are we with what's going on? Uh, whether it's the agenda plan, the new world order, the W E F who cares really? I just evil, you know? And and what's being done or what's the trajectory? What's the plan? Uh, is there hope? Um, and I always think there is, yes. But it's not what you think. And it doesn't play out the way people think. You know, like people basically, again, it's, it, it goes back to when I heard this guy say, does anyone else feel like you're just alone? Because everywhere you look, everyone just, you want to address it. You want to address the horrible elephant in the room. And everyone wants to tell you you're either a nihilist or you need to, you know, just think positive, just do that, you know, just love and light, love and light. It's just like all of that stuff, including waking up. I refuse to use that term anymore to talk about the world because that's actually, I think it's a deception. Awake is a celebration of death. And it's like this person, this, this Chiron thing I referenced, um, it ta he talks about the coding, the spells we cast with literally every word out of our mouths and that we have since the beginning of time. And we all know, like, we don't, you know, a lot of people don't use the word understand. They use overstand. Or yeah. I think they're just being, to me, it's silly because it draws more attention to that. And, like, context is everything. Intentions, everything. I know what a person means when one of you says, oh, I understand what you're saying. I'm like, I know you're not saying you stand below me in the legally sense of the law yeah, or whatever yeah. bullshit. Right, right. So, so there's, you know, I don't believe in technicality control and like, what is that implied consent? I think this place is, is, um, breaking some rules, but like when I hear, I tell, talk to Bob about this, you know, as we have done some texting back and forth and he knows, I'm sure, you know, by now, I don't believe in free will. I believe we handle everything we can to the best of our abilities, but I'm, it's when I hear people say the words free will, I just, it's, it's hard not to roll my eyes. 
And when you see those spells that are cast, like in the case of the word wake, everyone said, oh, the world's waking up. It's actually a celebration of going back to the zero point of death where the cycle, you will basically die and you will renew and recycle back here and start right. the process over again. So what even I'm like, I'm like, shit, they hijacked even the waking up process. I'm like, Jesus Christ, everything is a fucking deception. Pardon my. What, what do we do when someone dies? We throw them awake. A party. Yeah. Awake. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, that's what we have. We have awake. Uh, I'm 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 utterly fascinated by by word magic, as I like to call it, um, in a similar way that you just described of that. Yeah, I don't know about the technicalities, but I think that we pull blinds over our eyes based on the language that we use. Um, the name of this podcast itself is Are We Content? But that's very specifically chosen as the same word that is content. Um, it's to it's to think about those two words and, you know, what is the contents of a book? It is what is contained within it. We got contain, content. We got entertainment mint means mental you know we're all putting ourselves out as content in this entertainment you know a prison of the mind that's out there and that's including us as conspiracy podcasters or whatever it's all we're all using the same language at least and i think that's very fascinating chad i do want to mention to you just so you and bob and any to anyone who hears this like I want to be very clear what I, what I've been looking into that has put me on this like emotional train wreck of research. It's like someone could easily say, Oh, he's so depressed. And it's like, no, I've never felt more positive as far as what I believe my future will be or my existence will be because it's, it's sort of like, cause there's more, it's more than trying to build a life here on planet earth that's it's not like this is a this is supposed to be a stepping stone but for some reason i think it's a i think it's a prison cycle mm -hmm. and it is meant to make you anchor and everything here so far i i can't find any contradiction to saying this phrase that everything here is meant in one way or another to anchor you or make you <laughs> want to stay here you it's What's, like it, what do to want to stay here so there's a anchor right behind me and there's a we're oh. staying at an airbnb uh, that's by the lake so it's got these water themed shit everywhere but there's a there's a little sign in the kitchen that i talked to my wife about earlier that says hope anchors the soul and i was like oh Yikes. i was like that's I, they meant that is good, but that's fucked up, man. Hope anchors the soul. That's why they're constantly feeding us hope porn in like in religion and, you know, the trust the plan, you know, because they, they fucking put that hook in you and, and you're caught, you're caught. And, and I told my wife, I said, what's another word for hope? And she goes, faith. And I said, yeah. And what do religious people call what they're in? They call it a faith. Which so it's it's the same thing, man. It's just a hook <laughs> to get you to think to be docile, you yeah. know, just and, to uh, trust the plan. God's got a plan. Trump's got a plan. <laughs> you know, another it, word for faith is believe. Yeah, you know, it's it, that's what a belief is. It's the faith in something like that. And I'm yeah, like I said, that it 
the spells we i think 2020 made us kind of think i mean i'm, I'm surrounded by older people i live in a, a the part of sedona that's all retirees and i've given a couple of talks to people there's one particular group here I'll, i can i think i can say the initials but it's a mafa group i think it stands for make america free again um i i think there should be a group called make america free for once because it's never been once but um the group bless their hearts there are some that are there are some in it that they know a lot of what's going on and you know we we could have great conversations but i find it interesting around certain demographics and certain age groups a lot of people they find out the government sucks they find out the government's evil and therefore it's like i'm slapping my hands for those listening <laughs> i have and they're like well my work is done i have figured it all out and i know everything and it's like you haven't you haven't even started and this no. isn't a consciousness pissing contest. Mm -hmm. It's to tell you that like all like I felt like in 2016, I had a huge waking up from my time in 2012. And when Trump won, I woke up again. I started to see things differently. When COVID happened, I woke up again. And that and it's just like every year I just look back and I'm like, I I I refuse anymore. I'm like, I fool me once, fool me twice, fool me six thousand times. I'm like, Jesus, shame on me stop thinking you figured out jack because it's it's just never ending and that's what the intention i think of this place is to be no one no one is immune to deception no one is immune from and it wants and it wants that it wants to use it's using so many people that you know are in the truther community i know one of the biggest buzzwords right now you want to get a bunch of people to believe any of the shit out of your mouth all you got to say two words ancient cultures just say ancient cultures and it's like it's like a npc saying the cdc says dot 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 and then it's like oh well the cdc said this oh well the world health organization said this and i'm like just because ancient cultures you know it's like oh ancient cultures aren't here right now they obviously were killed uh they probably died because of the government the government obviously wanted to stop them so whatever they were doing must have been right therefore we need to live exactly like these ancient cultures and I'm like, I'm still sitting here processing how many goddamn resets have, have happened that there's actual evidence of. And I'm pretty sure we can agree that we're all going, we're in the middle of one right now. No. And so it's just like, there's nothing new under the sun. And it's like ancient cultures, there are ancient cultures that, that I've been told You've sacrifice children. You know, I'm like, oh, I got, is that, are we following that? You know, it's like they, they weren't all good. So anyway, I've just, that's one of my, and within that, I think there's plenty of question as to which ancient cultures actually existed and aren't just storybooks right. in the first place. Yeah. I question the dating of everything. Um, before, uh, before getting into podcasting, I was kind of out of it. Maybe like, um, I don't know, but I, I started getting less interested in ancient cultures and ancient history, uh, five to eight years ago but i spent a long time on that being just dead set there was this ancient technology it was advanced technology in the past and this and that but the more and more i would dig into it the more and more i started questioning well everything's based on these like carbon dates and then you start start really digging down on you drill down on what is carbon dating and it's absolutely inaccurate absolutely inaccurate so like when we talk about the age of the pyramids or or any any culture that ever existed it's it's a guess at best as to when that was and it's even more of a guess as to what those people were like what they did 
what systems they had, all that kind of stuff. It's, it's, it's all imagination is really what it is. Yeah. Well, and it's it, it, like, we did, I don't trust any of the sources that we get anything from. Like, so, you know, it's just this weird space to be in, you know, it's, it's beyond, again, it's beyond the black pill where you get to the point where like, well, I just don't fucking trust any of this shit. Like my son, my son, I have him questioning shit to a point and he throws it back at me. Um, he's got really long hair and so i was like fucking with it i was trying to braid it and i said dude vikings wore braids and he goes how do you know oh <laughs> and i was like because i saw a picture because i saw a drawing because i saw a cartoon <laughs> you and know? he goes you know they there's there's theories that they didn't even wear those helmets and i was like yeah. fair point dude Okay. <laughs> I got yeah, that. How, how many people argue that, you know, oh, I don't believe the Bible. It was written by a bunch of men. And I'm like, so is the rest of this goddamn library you're talking about. Like, how do you, a lot of people follow, um, and I'm not, I'm not intending to rag on him. I don't have an opinion that I'll, I'll keep it to myself, but Jason Brashears is, is popular over the last year or two about the Phoenix event stuff and his big shtick, I, from what I remember is um, I think when he was in prison and he was in charge of the library, I think that's his story. Uh, he just read and he's read like just thousands and thousands of these a uh, ancient texts, <laughs> ancient. Um, and it, you know, it's not to discredit it, but it's like, it's just funny again, like how many people, and I'm not saying this is him. I'm saying this is reflective of the truth or movement because it's a crappy movement at this point. It's been derailed and blown up. But it's like out of one side of their mouth, they they talk about this and they use it to justify their point. But then they only go as far as what they're still comfortable with. Again, right. it's like I believe in infinite possibilities. It's like, no, no, you don't. And that's OK. And I had a friend recently that she she just told me and she's a little bit older, but she just told me very heartfelt. She was like, I think I've you've made me come to the conclusion that. I am not on a quest for the truth. She said, I'm on a quest to just love everybody. And I thought that is great. Good for you. They're not, they're just not the same thing. If you really yeah. want love, you will seek the absolute truth because the absolute truth in my book, that is love. Is I don't truth. think you can understand love unless you're seeking truth. Mm -hmm. and like I used to, like I think of love in a completely different way than I did 10, 20, 30 years ago. It's a completely different thing now. Like I love my wife in a way that I've never loved anybody because I understand it better now. You know, like I look back and, you know, like, did I love such and such person? Like, well, not in the definition that I have for it now. In the definition I had for it then, yeah, but not in my current definition of it. You know, it's it's interesting, Bob. Uh, I can't remember if we were recording or if it was after we were done recording with Drew Misson last time that we were talking about uh, truth being able to take the pressure. That truth can right. always take the pressure. If it's true, you can. it should be able to be questioned and put as much pressure on it as possible, and it will always hold true. And I would say that that's exactly the same as love. If love is, if there is real love there, it can take the pressure. Right. It can take the pressure just as much, maybe more so than truth. I don't know. Maybe they're exactly the same thing. 
Yeah, I feel like I'm 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 feeling an emotional connection to people that sort of wake up from waking up and that's like oh I just did it. That's a terrible <laughs> word. See, and it's yeah, the spell. Yeah. It but but that they that they said, you know, I'm gonna keep going with trying to figure out where I am, who like who who put me here? Why are we here? It's like no one wants to ask that question. It's like if this place is a playground, who's the person supervising recess right now? Mm-hmm. you well, know it's it, like oh we're not allowed to ask that you know like people shut up. people are comfortable in their little wheelhouse they uh, i think we've been damaged intellectually to a point that people can't think about infinite possibilities it'll make them go crazy people mm-hmm. people have to have something tangible to hold on to um and i think it's because we've been broken down to this this point of of just we're on the cusp of complete insanity like we're, we're so close to just collectively being completely insane that we have to be able to hold on to something or a lot of people are going to go like like batshit crazy people will fucking lose their minds um and maybe that's coming and maybe that's part of re- the reset is is that i'm 100 percent uh, believing yeah. of that of that it's we we're at a point a point of confusion that is just goes beyond words of description i thought that i thought that back in 2008 when we were dealing with housing crisis stuff right i thought that then but then you know like okay you know fast forward through a whole bunch of things where i keep thinking that well no now it's ultimate confusion now we're you know like get into trump years and it's like fake news fake news fake news well but it's all fake news don't you see they're confusing you right with news telling you other news is fake news and that news is fake because it's telling you the other news is fake news is that not confusing as shit and then that's right around the corner from that is covid (laughs) and you got every single message you can imagine coming at you that's contradictory from just even take us out of the picture us conspiracy minded people and just look at what the mainstream told you day after day for those particularly the first we'll say year and a half um you know even right down to in um december of 2020 liberals saying you cannot trust a vaccine that was going through the operation warp speed it is not safe it is dangerous we cannot take this vaccine and within five days of a new president they're going to take the vaccine you must take the vaccine it's a 100 safe and effective 100 safe and effective 95 safe and effective 80 percent safe and effective 50 percent safe and effective not really that effective or not really that safe or effective but it might be better than it was before and you still have to take it you know this stream of of shit that came into everyone's heads and that includes us i was taking us out of the picture put us back in and we're hearing that mainstream shit too even when we tune it out we tune it out and then we go to Instagram and see some, and then we get on a podcast and we fucking talk about it, adding to the confusion. Yeah. yeah well, I, there was insanity, a, right? Yeah. Do you, I had this theory about, I, I think part of the COVID timeline, there was a, cons, or there was a psyop that involved the truth or community to basically create, like, think of if you put yourself in the shoes of those who orchestrated or, or whatever orchestrated this, 
you're going to be able to predict a lot of what your where your pushback is coming from and who's going to be the deceptors and people that break away societies and and people that are going to push back and warn all their relatives and tell everyone don't take the shot that kind of thing in a way if you look at the general picture of what has happened from an economy standpoint covid was the best thing in the world for so many truthers it's insane it has been a cash cow to move an entire demographic of who like getting co-opting an entire demographic who would be there to uh you know they're, yes they're going to push back but again if you can't control them confuse them so all we have to do is still own that conversation for example in my in my arena it's about the freaking towers everyone's hearing about cloud seeding and i'm like no it's the cell tower thing and so but they they own that argument so now they're like they don't give a shit they're letting everyone know yeah the government sprays it sprays it sprays everyone's always talking about the spray and so they own that conversation there's no reason for them to worry about anything but now you've got every everyone and their mother and their hairdresser and their dog's hair whatever hairdresser is a uh, you know a healer, a master, a, a, a Reiki master, a magician, an Arkashic <laughs> record person. I can't throw a Tower Buster in Sedona without hitting at least 50 psychics. And I understand I'm in a I'm in a mecca as far as the new age stuff. But like look at detox yeah. products. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna sit here for on my on my show. I'm gonna tell you week after week or day after day that you're going to die. And I'm going to sell so much crap because and I'm gonna get you to pay me. To live out your dreams because I I got out and I I bought my off grid and you're still in the city with the five G beast and I'm gonna sit here and lecture you and I'm gonna and I'm, this isn't everyone no but I'm saying there's a there's a very large demographic that doesn't realize it was part of a psyop and it it moved into this arena where you can basically profit and it's the same thing again abundance oh, yeah. is just repackaged with any movement. Stuff. Any movement's going to have its grifters, you know. For like, sure, I, I see a lot of the libertarian podcasters as grifters now. When I used to fucking listen to them all the time and thought they were awesome, uh, as you know, there, there's always going to be movements that have grifters, um, and I think this one is particularly bad because they they do see what reality is and they're still fucking grifting off it, you mm -hmm. know. Like, yeah, it's, I've. It, it, it's I, discouraging, yeah. but I think it's there on purpose, man. I think those grifters are there for us to find. They're well, there I think for us I think to... some people get get grifted into grifting. You know, they don't even realize they're doing it. It's it's incrementalism, as I'm constantly using on this show. Is that word incrementalism, where someone starts podcasting about COVID in 2020 or 2021, and then they they basically through their podcast talk themselves out of it <laughs> out of out of and, and they and they get tired of it because they realize that there's no end to this even mm -hmm. though there's an end to people using the word covid and pandemic and you know the, the those specific things but then it's it moves on to something else and you know mitch you brought up that uh before we were recording you brought up that there were a lot of videos about 9 11 right now yeah uh, i i'm unaware of that i'm I am so barely on social media or any kind of media right now that I'm, I guess I'm lucky that I'm missing that. But at the same time, like I, for years, I've, I, I almost giggle every once in a while, listening to people talk about nine 11, 
I have some things to say about it, I guess, from time to time, but it's, it's so old school to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's, it's old. Hat. Right. And in particularly in 2020 slash 2021, when I would hear people get really excited about nine 11, I'd go, Oh damn. Cause you're still in diapers. You know, not that I'm that much more mature. I'm still wearing I'm, I'm, my diapers are just bigger, I guess. But, um, but you're, you didn't realize that, you know, you got on the co- Some people got onto COVID before they'd even been woken up about, see, there it is again, wake uh, about nine 11 and, you know, nine 11 is a big one. And, you know, I got, I got tired of that 10 years ago mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or more, you know? Uh, and, and uh, so then when I see us, when I see a surgeons, which I'm not seeing this one, but I believe you that it's there. Um, it tells me that they're bringing in new people. We're getting a new crop of people interested in conspiracy. Mm-hmm. And I don't think nine 11 is the catalyst for that. It's going to be something. It's got to be something else. Maybe the Maui fires or something that brought a bunch of people in. And now they're starting to discover more things, more red pills, to pop and they get excited about it. What do you guys think of that? It's definitely controlling, staying ahead of the conversation before it, before they lose. Well, I, I, they don't have to worry about losing control, but I think this has been mapped out for forever. Like you mentioned right. the, the idea of like when someone says, you know, Oh yeah, nine 11 steel beams, all that kind of stuff. And it's like, you kind of can't help, but like you said, you chuckle because you're just like, oh, this is baby's first conspiracy theory, yeah, you know. And right. I, and again, it's not a pissing contest. Those things are useful, but the 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 um, plan has always been to release information in a way that has roadblocks that will make people plateau, and people will plateau in their level of awareness that they discontinue growing, and they they like people don't. And this isn't everybody. So to anyone listening that that says he's generalizing, it's like, no, I'm not. And I'm also not saying I would like to be on podcasts in the future because I like talking and I like talking to other people with similar interests. What I'm saying is if, you know, the people, a lot of messages have been lost or co-opted because that was always the plan. So now you get, you know, you aren't getting someone who's telling you, hey, this COVID thing, this is a long-term thing. Let's look at the trajectory of the next 10 years. And here's what you can expect. Now it's day after day after day of being told you're going to die. You're going to die. You're going to die. Buy my thing to save yourself. You're going to die, but keep buying my product. Also, I'm going to tell you that people that are in the matrix suck, but I like, and it's like, well, but this just is like, again, the same system with crystals and extra steps. Yeah. I think, um, I think it's all been it, like I'm with you, Mitch. Like this has been a plan for a really long time, and I don't think there's anything that we can do to alter the plan in a meaningful way. We just have to figure out how to kind of be an abstract in the plan, you know, um, without engaging in it too much. That's all we can do. That's all we can do is just try to not be part of the fucking plan. And that's all I'm trying to do. Like I, I will look so incredibly forward to, I, I would love to hear both of your opinions and this doesn't have to be recorded uh, ever, but I would love to hear what either of you has to say. If you dabble in that person, I mentioned the Chiron guy and that 
golden web series because that's kind of like it it's you're you're sort of i just felt like sitting there being told like i'm i'm trying to figure out how i want to navigate because i'm like i have only so much, it's like what can i control what is that old phrase it's like give me the strength to control the things i can and the blah 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 for the things i can't i don't know i'm a yeah, but, but patience but, I mean, there, to, for the things yeah. that i can't so there there them. is there is a lot of truth to that um and i think you know ultimately I'm not saying this is exactly how it is, but I do wonder now, was there ever anything we could do to stop or change something that is inevitable? Or does does something have to play? Like, what is it that, that is playing out? And does it need to play out? Does it have to play out? Why would it play out? If it was stopped, would that even make sense to stop it? What happens if it stopped? What happened? You know, I don't know. Stop is a is a blade blade uh a vague term but you know it's just it it really makes you question and this is the thing i want to see more people i i think there's i think we should start calling people uh who who want to increase awareness and never stop we should start calling them human it's like you're not not the the wake people or the waking people or the woke folk or whatever it is that that's even aware people it's just like the humans the hu because to be human to me is to never stop seeking your it's you have a quest for the absolute truth that will never stop for those that it, if it does stop or it never even starts if it never starts i would probably consider that an npc but um and, and i call those people i think they're people and humans are not the same thing and so i would like i mean and i and people are like oh mitch you know I, i'm so glad you, they write these emails to me about the organite tower busting stuff and they're like i love that you you know you love humanity and that you love your fellow man blah 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 and my one of my good friends i was show, i show them to her sometimes and she's like they clearly do not know you because i'm really frustrated in a lot of people but when people do ask it's like i say like yes i do i love humanity I do not love people. They are not the oh, same right. thing. And there are not nearly as many humans in my view uh, on earth as we think there are. And we may learn that some people we care about are not. And that may be part of the part of the uh, video game or whatever you want to call it along the way and coming to that realization. And can you come to that realization if you have to? So, yeah, something I come to sometimes um when I get up against big things, you're asking the question, can we change anything? Um, when it comes to something like when I talk about cell phones, you know, something that's really big, that's everywhere, that's every, everywhere. And, and someone will, will be concerned about my black pill on that. <laughs> and uh, I, they ask, well, what are you going to do about it? What can happen about it? And I always say nothing except maybe a shift in consciousness amongst all of humanity, amongst all people. If we got a shifting, but I'm not really uh, thinking that's going to happen, <laughs> you know, for the most part, like, I guess, you know, I could say something like, well, that's what I do. I have a podcast so people can hear my voice and Bob's voice and Mitch's voice. I can get these voices out and maybe we'll change some minds and altogether we'll all decide we don't want that and we'll move on but i don't i don't say that because i don't think that and i don't for one thing i don't think enough people listen to this and even if a lot of people did say we were huge say it was say we were joe rogan here joe rogan sized audience right like 
talking about that? Do you think we're actually, do you think that would actually shift the consciousness of people? People would find it fascinating. I think and then they'd get on their phone possible. and tweet about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, be, I think it's possible. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think there is some credibility to the hundred monkey theory. Um, sure. And that if, and it's all frequency, right? And so if you have, it's all about tuning. And if you can tune enough people um, into the right frequency, then I think it can change things. Now, the the argument would be, how many do you need to do it? I'm glad you said that, Bob, because I think, well, Chud, by the way, it's I, to me, I think it's algorithmically impossible, this is the way the system is designed. Uh, the algorithm is not designed to allow a level of truth like what you could offer versus something like Joe Rogan. There's a reason that Joe Rogans have millions and millions of views. Sure. They, they've always been the gatekeeper. And no, I, I agree. Like someone can tell some truth, like can say some things that are factually true or, or verifiable. It's like, well, yeah, everyone can do that. But then you have to pay attention to, again, what are they saying? Why did they tell you that? Why is it so easy? Why is everything so easily accessible that everyone seems to think they know everything about? It's like the truth is not easy to find. Um, but what Bob said, I think it's interesting, you know, people, we all talk where I, when I used to be in the new age arena, the idea of like, we'll all get together and hold hands and sing Kumbaya and we can, we're going to manifest the 5d, the rainbow, we're going to cross the rainbow bridge and we just need enough of us. Well, I think it's interesting that, you know, if you took a general, very, very basic general poll of all of the person bodies around this realm i think it is uh, agree or disagree with me here i think it would be safe to say that the majority of people on this planet want something different than what we've all been given would you say that's accurate that everybody wants something different or better for than what than what's been given i don't provided? know man i think i think there's a lot of people that are just happy and complacent with the the theater and this this prison that's been given to them a lot of people think they're free and they just go work hard and you know like it's it's well, crazy I, dad going to cities and seeing how many people are just okay with the way things are like they're, they're just Bob, all right with it but they still how know many, something's wrong i think if yeah you yeah ask maybe. them they still maybe. know so yeah. ask yourself this about those people how many of them are on antidepressant drugs <laughs> right because <laughs> they be know something's number. wrong right yeah, like right. they're like no i i can't adjust to this reality that i live in so i'm gonna i'm gonna tell my doctor that and my doctor is gonna tell me to take this and then i don't really care about this reality that i'm in right well i i just think it's interesting the reason i mentioned about the majority of people think like everybody to some degree wanting something different than what we've been given there definitely are a lot of us that want something way different than than what we've been given and are trying our best to manifest or create or whatever it is people want it, the buzzwords but i just find it interesting when they're like oh we just need to get a, a certain threshold needs to be met and i'm like the amount of either people or uh, possessed people, parasites, demons, whatever, Satan, whatever the hell it is that is controlling, you know, the, the steering wheel. It, it's like, it doesn't matter how many people want something different. The plans 
the goalpost has continued to move. And that's yeah. what's interesting. And people will say, oh, you're focused on the wrong thing. I'm like, no, I'm focused on all of it. And it's actually the reason there is so much good that is as far on the good as there is, is because this is a battery. And the only way the cycle can complete itself is that it has to be opposite from each other. It's going to get so incredibly dark for a lot of this realm, while it does not look like that at all to another segment of this realm yeah. and that's how the battery works and so it's like and i i was uh i was on a podcast once specifically talking about the difference between we, we all like to say reality oh that's not my reality and i think it's i think we use the word wrong it's our experience we all have different experiences but we're all in the same reality as of right now it's still the same it's still existing there's still this going on and that going on. And I tell well, Bob all the time, like we're, we, I send him something tragic that happened. I'm like, what's it? We're winning, winning, hashtag winning or trust the plan. <laughs> it's always winning. And it's just like, really? it's all, it's all perspective, right? Like, you know, that, that's really all that matters is, is how are you looking at things? Mm -hmm. Like I have to go take a fucking hardcore matrix job and take three steps back um right now because of shit that's gone down and it sucks but i gotta regroup and i gotta go back to the matrix but my perspective is okay you know this is a little temporary thing but i'm you know my, my eyes are still on the goal of getting the fuck out of here and this is just what needs to be done right now um but there's been there's been times like i wish i could spend a year just being blue-pilled you know, like looking at the steak, like, look, I know this steak isn't real, but I just, you know, I want to, I want to be faked. I want to be fooled for a little while. I yeah, just take a year of vacation to... in blue pill land and oh, forget man. about it all. Yeah. Just go, sell some, just go sell some deep TRS the weight, detox spray. The weight of this <laughs> shit, you know, the weight of it and, and trying to go against the system for the, you know, lack of a better term. It's hard, man. It's a hard life to go against the system. It really yeah. is. And, you know, that's where to to bring back the, the black pill one more time here. Um, you know, I I do get black pilled in a negative way sometimes within the matrix itself. Uh, like I just had a real rough, rough week in the matrix last week. And it was actually rougher this week, but I'm feeling better about it this week than I was the week before but i was kind of you know fuck it all like fuck it like i you know ready to quit my job kind of kind of shit and um i think that's very different than the black pill i was talking about at the very beginning um right because that's the, the the one i was talking about at the beginning that's the big picture stuff and once i've taken that black pill it all dissolves away and i can focus on whatever the fuck i want but that doesn't mean that within it, I don't get very frustrated and things can really seem like they're working, not just, not just not working out. It's like, they're working against me, right. <laughs> you know, like I can it's feel like the world actually so. is paying attention to me as if anybody, if any of those NPCs out there gave a fuck about me, <laughs> which they, I know they don't, but it can feel like they're actually working against me. And that can be a really negative, bad feeling that I think that we need to move past i think a lot of people like i mentioned just a minute ago are taking antidepressants when they feel even the slightest push of that but we do always make it through it is nice 
to think of the idea of taking a blue pill, take a little vacation and just, uh, huh, I just work. Yep. You know, it's just the way it is. I'm not a slave. Um, <laughs> Dude, sometimes I just want to look at the sky and just see sky. <laughs> right, right. Or, or I see just want to see well, a pretty sky. So I asked myself always this like, a lot. Wait a minute, why would that be this? But Some, if this is what this, then why is that this? And how is this doing that? <laughs> sometimes all of it comes together in such a way that I feel like the conspiracy world itself is capable of being that energy drain right like oh you should be able to look at the sky and appreciate the sky and not go nuts we should be able to see a monarch butterfly and appreciate that monarch butterfly and not be like mk ultra um you know right we, we we should be able to appreciate things in the world and sometimes i feel like i'm robbing myself or this, I, I want to blame it on someone other than me, but no, it's me robbing myself of the beauty of this world, of this realm, um, because I'm too busy. I'm too busy seeing the monarch butterfly, and I'm not thinking at all about nature. Right? I'm thinking right. about MK Ultra. What the fuck? That's not right. <laughs> you know, like yeah, you're think... you're completing the you're completing the battery is what you're doing. The truth or community right. is necessary for for this battery to run and we again no one is above being deceived and that's how deep it goes that it it just never the deception never ever ends no one's ever safe from it there is no safe place to be where you can't be manipulated or that you aren't at least you know people talk about targeted individuals it's like if you exist in this realm you are a targeted individual if you just are here and you know, I think we're in a way we're almost, I wouldn't say we're manifesting something, but it's, you know, there, I, I agree with the concept, like about this neutrality. We need, I think, I think my personal viewpoint as of today for right now, moving f- until it changes is that we have to find this neutrality where we're like, I'm done. I am done. I am no longer anchored. I am detached. I am again, I am of, or I am in this world. I am not of it. And I don't want it. I, I I'm going, I'm, I'm done. I'm, and so many people are getting to that point, which is interesting that I think the more people who get to that point where they say, fuck this shit, I'm done. Everything is really collapsing really quickly. Cause I don't think that there's a stable energy there to sustain the reality anymore. And I think the idea of neutrality, though, it has been co-opted where now it's like divine neutrality, like, oh, human trafficking no longer exists. I have plenty of abundance in my bank account. It's like I'm going to ignore stuff and I'm fine because I can farm my vegetables over here. And it's like the atrocities are still there. The system is still there. The operation still there. The fact that there's even a counter system would imply that there was an original system that you are trying to be counter of. It's like people who go through the legal stuff and jump through all these hoops to, so they don't have to pay their taxes. And it's like, you are just validating the power of the government with every step you take. So I'm not saying, you know, some people will come back and say, you know, well, what do you expect me to do? And I'm like, I, I don't know as of right now, except detach and what, and something's coming that I think is going to force everybody I, again, like check out that, that series because it like i said it feels like the earth has sat you down 
and is breaking up with you and telling you you're going to be okay, but it's going to, it's like telling you, here's the shit you're going to have to deal with in order for yourself to be okay. And it's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be kumbaya and it's not going to be fun. So. Right. Um, yeah, I think, you know, and it, it, it could just be, could just be another boogeyman that they've, they are constantly scaring mm -hmm. us with, but I do think something is, is coming now. Is it going to be anything that we see in our lifetime, whatever that means? Um, I don't know, but I do think they, I, I think what is happening is unsustainable. Like we, we cannot, at least as a country, it's super unsustainable. Like regardless of the rest of the, this realm. And even if any of that shit is even real. Um, but I think that something's going to fall apart. Something's going to happen. Will it be as easy as, you know, the fall of the Soviet Union? And it's just like this little hiccup and everybody goes through it, maybe. Um, well, I think a see. good question. You said you, you're not sure if you'll see it in your lifetime. Well, what if it happens in your lifetime and you don't see it? You know, I yeah, think that's, that's, I think a that's fun conversation too. Because a lot of the time, you know, like, um, uh, nobody has ever said, Hey guys, how you liking the revolution? We're in the revolution right now. This is the, this, this is happening right now. No, it's like, you look back and you go, Oh, that that's where the revolution was. That's where the change was. Right. We're in, in a position like mine. I'm always hoping for change. Sometimes I think I'm seeing it, but then I turns out I kind of didn't, you know, <sighs> But maybe I did, but maybe I, you know, and, um, you know, we, when it comes to like the question of reset, you know, Mitch, you said like, we can, we can probably all see that we're in the middle of a reset right now, but can we pinpoint that? Is there a pinpointable moment that we call a reset or is it something that's been happening for the last 100 years and has 300 years more to it? You know, yeah, we're seeing it in our lifetime. But we, but well, no, if that's the case, if it's taking over 400 years for it, mm -hmm. no one can see it. No individual well, can see it at that point. Here's a, here's a random thought that I just had. When you reset something, right? It's when it didn't go as planned. Like, like whether it's you're playing a game and you're like, fuck, and you reset the game, or if you have to reset your clock or any, any kind of reset, it's when something isn't working. This is all working exactly how they have intended it mm -hmm. and planned it. So reset isn't even the right term. It's a cycle of it's some a sort. Cycle. I yeah, mean, I'm I sitting it's here. It's just all cyclical. If we're if we're curious about cycles, I'm sitting here with my Civil War calendar. It's very yeah. accurate. It's very accurate for where we're at right now. Mm. But it's from 1996. <laughs> but yet it lines up perfectly. 28 years later. Yeah. Right. 28 like, year cycle. 28 year cycle. The moon cycles yep. 28 years. Like there's all these cycles like everywhere. Yeah. We have we have daily cycles, we have hourly cycles. Like there's all these things that are kind of like these loops that we with our intellect, we well, put it all together and we like come up with this linear idea of like where we're at and what's happening. But um, <laughs> you know, really we're just we're just kind of looking at all these cycles and going, okay, that's the best sense I can make of it. Yep. Um, yeah. and you know, I think, you know, what, 
when you that that bears some credence to like simulation uh, that we're in a program because the easiest way to kind of run a program is to have it just recycle you know it's just like putting film on a loop or whatever that's just the most efficient way to get shit done is just to have it looped um and maybe that's that's what it is is they know it's gonna loop but they put in different parameters to see what happens like this place is an experiment or a prison and they're just putting out different things to see what happens or how have y'all either one of y'all ever watched the show the good place um i'm, I'm familiar with the concept of it it's fucking hilarious it's in, it's in an it's taking place in the afterlife right and it's it's called the good place because in the beginning you get the idea that these people have gone to heaven the good place right well it turns out it's actually hell and they are running ex an experiment on tricking people into thinking they've gone to heaven and how quick they'll figure out that it's not heaven um mm -hmm. and they have to reset it every time they figure it out because they'll be like this is the bad place and they fucking have to reset it and they end up resetting it like hundreds of times oh. um and i didn't know that's what out... that show was about that's more fascinating yeah. than i ever and it plays thought. out a different but similar way there are still patterns it uh, plays out you know different every time but with similarities and patterns that go from one to the next um and it's dude it's a phenomenal show it's i think it's one that kind of probably went too far like it it had too many seasons and started kind of getting shitty towards the end where they were trying to figure out what to do and that's and then i guess they figured out how to like hey we just need to bring it? it to a close no Did they still make it? oh no and it's got Kristen bell and ted danson and like okay oh, it's, yeah it's that's it's, big it's, heavy hitters yeah dude, would, it's really that... well done Sounds like something you would watch alongside um what was that show Westworld that was also that was abruptly canceled. And I heard it's not available I, now or something. Yeah, and I when I never watched it, but I just remember I mean, thinking I, like that's I'm like, oh, did they did they use it for what they needed it for when they're divulging this information to the public or they wanna they want to map out a frequency with the consciousness of it. I'll tell you um, Westworld, it, the reason I know about it is because I don't know when that was running. Was that like uh, five, ten years ago? I think yeah. I, I had yeah. I had so many people during that time relate what I like normie people in real life relate. Oh, it's just like what you're talking about is just like Westworld. Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, um, yeah, okay, you know, cool. I was kind of one of those. I'll always check it out. And I thought it was interesting. I just heard they just removed it from HBO mm -hmm. streaming. It's not there anymore. Or something. You know, it's it's really hard. Somebody to may have. have bought it. Yeah. Well, I, I just, yeah, my, my, my train of thought is I am just assuming that it served its purpose. Yeah. But maybe. it might have, I sometimes think also the universe or whatever it is that's out there out beyond where we are, uh, whispers secrets in the form of like creativity. Uh -huh. Um, the same way, and in, in you know, uh, in the same way that a robot can get the downloads for whatever satanic crap they want to play at a concert, you know, humans get their downloads to, you know, I mean, and I should, I have to say this before our, we run out of time, is because I'm, I know I've alienated probably everyone. I'm going to lose every Instagram no, follower I have at this point. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, because I'm because of running my gotcha. ML. Gotcha. Uh, cares, to be right? to be really clear, well, it, it's just it's, it's a badge it's of honor. 
it's to be able to have these conversations, you know, like Bob, when you say about living in a simulation or even just a possibility, we're just saying the word, it's like, could this be a possibility? That word is so dirty because of intention and people who've intentionally made it so dirty. And so people think we're talking about, oh, it must be a computer game. I'm like, I'm not devaluing this place that badly. Um, But I I find it interesting cross-referencing that with what you say about a good place. I do believe myself as of right now and i know that's a dirty word but like i everything in my in my formed awareness to to date feels like what i think or always thought this place was is not actually that and i don't want it and it was a trick and some people are more blunt and they'll say, oh, this is Satan's playground. And some people would say, how can you say that? Because of all the wonderful abundance that they have and everything, sunshine, unicorns and rainbows. And I, I get that. It makes me question, like, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, like, is that the ultimate deception? And like, because the more I try to detach, the more I get hate or the more people push back, the more friends I lose. It's alienating. I, mm-hmm. I have like two good friends only because they are essentially Gnostics who, uh, who have the, and that's a, and that's a dumb label too. Cause that one even gets bastardized, but it's like, it's the idea of, Oh, I got had. And I think it's the only thing to do here is to get had other than like, you know, you still want to work. I'm, I'm like working to try and leave this place in a better condition than I found it. That's my goal. I think that's every human's goal. So there is a purpose and I'm sure it's even deeper than that. But like, you know, I don't want people, people are going to think what they want to think, but I'm, I'm like, I'm not going through life thinking this is doom and gloom and I got to kill myself because that's also cheating. Right. I think you'd have to restart the game if you kill yourself. But it's, it's the idea that like, oh, this is so much bigger than just trying to form a community. This is bigger than uh, love as far as our con, our human concept of it. Cause like you said, Bob, we don't, we don't really know exactly what love is because it's based on what we think we know about it. And, and so anyway, yeah, it's just, it's a mess. It's a never ending mess. And um, anyone who says that they think they've figured it all out, it's like, I would just say like, roll your eyes and walk away. (laughs) Yeah. It's not, I I don't think it's intended to be figured out. I I think it is intended to be, um just confusing and constant like and and that's why if you just realize that that's what it is i think the only real thing to do would be to realize that it is all bullshit and try to get out of it um to the best that you can um and that's that's my plan is to just get the fuck out man i eventually want to not have internet not have a cell phone not have shit like just be out in the woods and if you I think wanna, we'll all get our opportunity me, for that. Yeah, you might <laughs> you want to see me, you gotta come see me. Uh, you know, I think the Amish got it right. Like I think the Amish have been doing amazing work and they're not highlighted for a reason or they're tainted because they're the religious fanatics or whatever. And you know, it turns out that they don't live their the way that they live because of their religion. Their religion is this sidebar of the way that they live you know that's that's more of you know that's a second player 
the first reason why they live the way they live is to not take anything from the fucking government, not be part of the Borg, not be involved mm-hmm. in the in the system. Yeah. You know, they don't want to be attached to it. They're just like, no. Well, you know, sometimes yeah. more than just a prison or a trap, I I I wonder if this is a test. This realm is a test. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, if I had to if I had to if I knew it was a test and I had to guess, I'd think the Amish are the ones who are passing and getting out. You what know? if they're not? Um, but maybe maybe but, not. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but what if they're not? What I, I've talked to my wife about this. What if the what if the goal of oh, this no. realm is to go the other way? Like, what if we're supposed to be shitty? Yeah. And that's why the people that are the worst fucking people in the world have the most success here I, is because yeah. that's if we're, we've been fooled. We've been duped into thinking that we're supposed to be good people when that's the trick of the whole place is no, you're not. That's not mm. the goal in this, this realm. In this if simulation. that's the goal, this level I, you're, you're supposed to be an asshole. If that's the goal, <laughs> I'm purposely losing the game right. because within right. things like, I, like I said, you know, about the, the shifting consciousness, I think the only way to that I want to contribute to that is to lead by example with the truths that I can. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just going to stand strong. Like, uh, you know, uh, COVID again is a really great example for this one of that. Um, I'm just not going to wear a mask. I'm not going to social distance. I'm not going to not right. go to work. I just going to live. And when people go, oh my God, I can't believe you're doing that. I go, I'm sorry, I'm confused. Sorry, what do you mean? What What are you talking about? I didn't hear about that. I'm just, I'm just gonna live by example. And I think the more, that's the shift in consciousness. If everybody took on that attitude, they're just gonna live their own truth, then there would be a shift. In, there would be a possible shift in consciousness. That'd be if everyone changed to me, you know, that would be what I'm hoping for, but you know, maybe that's what everyone's doing now, Bob. And they if are they're all and, shifting, and they're winning. If they're all shifting to right. you, Chad, that would be your version of, of like becoming aware to as comfortable as you want to get. Like everyone just be like me and you're like, Oh, I'm done. Like you plateau. Yeah. Cool. Like, I win. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. I think, I think when I hear people say, I, I, um, there's always double meanings to everything because like, it's not fair to say that this place is just legit. I don't think it's fair to say it's just legitimately a prison. And I can, I can give credit cre- uh, credibility or whatever to people that say it's a playground or it's a game. It's uh, you know, when I say simulation, I don't mean it's a computer. I mean, it's obviously, it feels very real to me. Um, and, and there's value to it. And I think I've said before, I think it's like, maybe the task here you you said like we're supposed to learn something everyone says we're here to learn and i agree minus the mind wipe which is leads back into the prison why wipe it we don't learn anything if you keep wiping our our memory of consciousness but that it's how to learn how to be human in an inhumane world and and so so there's a purpose so to the people that would want to bark at me and say you know nihilist it's like no these are the things I'm doing because everyone, you know, look at the most successful people. And Bob, you mentioned about pieces of shit. Like I'm questioning whether karma actually exists. Cause I don't, I haven't right. seen any real examples of it. I used to think I had like when I was at my 
lowest or something bad happens like oh why does everything happen to me and sometimes i, I had a friend recently she just said we, it was the concept of could this could this really be satan's playground like are we in is it like we're so foreign to this place and that's why we're controlled and she said you know if that's the case she's like what the hell did we do to deserve you know, and I know some people will say, like, don't look at it like that. And I'm like, well, no, but what if it is against, the, you know, the best prisoner or the best inmate uh, to have is the one that doesn't know it's a prisoner. Mm -hmm. And and like you said, the yep. good place, that just sounds like that concept of what if it's to make people love the inversion of what they're supposed to actually love? Right. And it's well, all because material. Well, and we see that in, in cities. Like, all I see in cities now is just greed. I just see greed everywhere. Yeah. And that's what they do is they trick everybody with greed, um, and greed and narcissism. Like it's it, in their hand in hand, right? Because people can be tricked. If you stroke their ego, man, you can manipulate them in a fucking way that is unbelievable. You know, if you can make them have self hero worship, like they did with everybody during COVID, Man, you can just control an entire, uh, an entire realm, an entire entire world full of people because they're all, you know, self glorifying, freaking virtue signaling narcissists that are like, "Oh, I'm doing such great shit," and it's like, "Cool, yep, keep going. Let me keep stroking that ego to get you where I need to go." Um, we were watching a show last night where these kids were coming in this store and they were stealing shit. And they were getting away with it because they were complimenting the dude that was running the store the whole time. And they were getting, they were just stroking his ego. So he just kind of didn't pay attention to him. We're like, oh no, those are good. Those are good kids. Like they're fine. They're not, they're not stealing, you know, and it's because they were stroking his ego. Um, I've, I've never read a book on sales, but I guarantee you, if you read a book on sales, the first thing that it's going to tell you is to compliment your potential customer. Of course, <laughs> you know, of course. It, you're, you're gonna you're gonna start by telling them what you like about them and why you think that they're you know I don't know yeah, where that's that's the it seems like basic 101 you want to manipulate someone be nice to them yeah you well, catch more flies with them, state, right right to, to be fair I would say because uh, I recently I had to go to Boulder for Christmas. Yeah. Uh, and I haven't, I mean, I'm in a bubble in Sedona, even as much as I rag on like Sedona over there is all the new agers and the village where I live is all the retirees and they're pretty, and they're just quiet. It's just quiet. Um, so I, but I'm in my bubble and I ventured to Colorado and I, I, I just was <laughs> amused beyond amusement. Um, it was as if I'd been transported. I thought it was 2023 and now 24, but I was like, wow, it's, 2021 and i went into an rei with my friend to get some boots or something and it was just like it was like covid never ended <laughs> i mean and it really hasn't that's the other thing it really hasn't but it has as far as you know the the, the daily stuff everyone's dealing with and trying to get back to normal um but it it was a trip and the but, but you don't have to go to the city. I mean, you, you can come to where I am in Sedona. I guarantee you there are plenty of people down Highway 89A, drive through town, and plenty of them will rob you sideways and compliment you while you're not paying attention to it. I mean, yep. so you don't have to go to the big city for it. But I understand that, like, the greed 
it is it is baffling to me when i have when i'm in a place where a tv is on because it's rare these days it's i'm in someone else's house and there was one on tv there tv was on on christmas and i just like you can anyone listening to this you know you like a tv's on and you can feel the spell you can feel the pulse it's sucking your soul it's you're gravitated you can't take your eyes off of it and it's just commercialism commercial like and it's just shit shit humans are shit humans are shit you're all shit you're all terrible hypnotism too you know and i'm not saying humans are shit i'm just saying you're like it's just like wow this place hates humans is what it feels like Mm -hmm. and so um yeah anyway well, it's self de- self deprecation, uh, but it, it gets us to glorify it. What I've started to realize in a lot of the TV shows is the main characters are fucking horrible people, and they yeah. glorify these people, and these people are just trash. My wife likes to watch this show called Gilmore Girls. That was a big fucking show in like the <laughs> early two thousands, right? You like it too? And, is that what you were gonna say next? I mean, I'll watch it. It's 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 okay, you yeah, know. Yeah. Like as far as shows go, like whatever. Um, I, I humor her. Like I would never watch it on my own, but you know, if I'm gonna watch a show with my wife, it's not the worst one we could fucking watch. Um, but like the main character is this chick, and like I think the idea is to make you feel sorry for her because shit happens. But she's this spoiled rich kid narcissist brat that just is constantly focused on herself. And she's an absolute piece of shit. And it's just like, are we supposed to like this person? Because she is just garbage. Yeah. There's a lot of shows like that. Like, it's not the only one. You start looking at all of them. There's a. I think of Seinfeld as the ultimate example of that. I was going to say Seinfeld. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a YouTube channel called Zach Morris is Trash. Yeah. And (laughs) I love that. And you can watch clips. (laughs) It's hilarious. And clips of Saved by the Bell. And it's like, you know, I remember like Zach Morris is the cool kid or whatever. And it fucking paints him as this just fucking piece of shit and yeah. it's just like oh fuck he yeah. was he was shit every yeah it's like he just dissects every episode and it's a learning it's really a learning episode you should have been paying attention how not to ever be in life and it's like right we all right. looked up to him you know or there was a youtube channel that that would take sitcoms and remove the if you remove the laugh track from a lot oh, of sitcoms, I bet that's like, eerie like friends remove the laugh track from friends and you've got six sociopaths and it's really awkward and it's it's but it's that programming it was made to normalize that type of behavior how people talk i think they did it with um was it the big bang theory too and i mean whatever watch whatever if if it makes you smile and laugh and feel good and and everyone's got their everyone copes to some degree you're not human if you don't i don't i don't think you're human if you don't try to escape a little bit here and there um so to each well, I, yeah but, i don't but, think anybody should take anything too serious yeah, yeah yeah but i mean by the point though again like just remember like no one's about, i mean I, I watch rick and morty and <laughs> and like and i and what's funny about it is like i had friends who got me into it and they were so hoity elitist because they think it's a show that's like genius whatever and it's not for stupid people they're like oh they're just making fun of stupid people i'm like no they've disguised fart jokes in a way that you think you're you're smarter <laughs> than the people they're making fun of they're still making fun of you too south park's the same way yeah mm-hmm. they're it, these aren't you know it's like they're making fun of you so just hey yeah my, nothing is as long as you can admit that it's like watch the trash like my if, my favorite tv show when i was young was beavis and butthead 
still might be to this day. And I thought I was so fucking clever because, you know, people would say, say, why do you watch this trash to my teenage self? And I'd say, well, because it's the biggest fuck you there is on TV because you're watching these two boys and you're laughing at them. Why are you laughing? Because they're so stupid. And why are they so stupid? Because all they do is sit around and watch TV. So now you're sitting and doing nothing and watching TV and laughing at these guys because they're so <laughs> stupid from watching TV that it's the it's I, I saw it as this ultimate middle finger to anyone who thinks it's funny, myself included. And I thought that was fucking genius at the time. I don't know. I might have been reading a little too much into Beavis and Butthead. I'm fine with that. But <laughs> I would, I'm sure everything plays its role in right. you know the demographic that watched that they targeted that demographic the way. I, I watched Friends. I thought it was amazing when it was on. I look back and yep. think, what the hell was I smoking? Because mm -hmm. I, I, well, it's all perspective again, right? Like it's yeah. in the time it was, it was good, and I'm, I'm okay with that. Like mm -hmm. I, we will re rewatch old shows. Like we'll watch. We'll be like, hey, let's just throw on some fucking Seinfeld to fucking just have on. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, there's some funny shit. You got to be able to laugh um and not take any of it too fucking seriously you know like yeah like i as long as you look at everything as pro wrestling i think you're okay <laughs> it helps it helps when you know you're being yeah. programmed That's cool. it's uh it's it's much better off right guys we we gotta wrap up we've been going for a while um but since friends has come up a couple of times here at the end oh, um, God. i just want to point out that that was a central point to the new movie that me and Bob discussed here recently of uh, leave the world behind Mitch. Have you seen leave the world behind? I Bob forced me to watch forced, it. Yeah. Force. And <laughs> that's aggressive. I no, it was, I was, I promised myself I wasn't going to. And I did. And yeah. after he suggested, he's like, I think you, you'd like it the way you analyze stuff. And I did. And I ended up hating it. And then I had to watch it a second time. Yeah. Because right. I wanted right. to pay more attention to it. I've heard so. from multiple people that they've watched it like five times now. I've only watched it once, but I thought that was interesting that it was, that it was friends. I don't know why I thought I'm, that that was, that was just, especially uh, what's his name? Matt Perry <laughs> uh, just died under weird circumstances yeah. in a hot tub. Like there were all these like occult ritual things around it. And he was tweeting all about Batman and stuff i don't know there was there yeah, was a whole bunch of weird so stuff around his shit. death and and some of his last tweets were all about you you need to see what's coming next and then he died and then that movie came out i don't know if there's real connections yeah, there yeah. or not but. i listened well, i, I mean, listened to your episode and I, did you guys i don't know if you mentioned this but i jokingly i know it's about a lot like i had to stop what i was doing to watch i mean bob you know it's like the symbolism is it's by the minute or by the second it's just by the second even, yeah yeah it's yeah, very it's, it's very so like stanley kubrick like, yeah like everything in every scene has a purpose like yeah yeah like nothing is there accidental or is empty like, yeah it, but I, it's in the picture it means something I just thought jokingly at the end, it was like, oh, they're basically like the only only point of the movie was no matter how hard times get, you will only be able to get through it with your friends. Oh. And I thought, <laughs> I mean, I was like, yeah, I guess I could see that. You know, if you also, you know, you have to take into consideration literally every other second because it, yeah, it's just. Well, there's also it, a, a thing there at the end of that. Uh, another way to look at it is 
it doesn't matter what's happening in the world. If you can still sit back and watch a stupid sitcom, things are okay. <laughs> you know, right? Uh, like if uh, you can, if you can tune good, in, we still so have good the programming. The even if the, even if the system falls, we have DVDs to continue our programming, you know, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think, I think really it is um, even when shit's falling apart, don't forget to um, take joy in the small things. This little girl, all she wanted to do was watch the fucking last episode of Friends. That's all she wanted to do. That was yeah. her whole mission in life. And no matter what was happening in the world, the world's falling apart. She had some fucking munchies and mm-hmm. she had the last episode of Friends and nothing else mattered. And it was, you, it you was guys, a gorgeous ending to a movie. Yeah, you guys mentioned that the the movie really hits hard on hate. Like it wants you to hate people really bad. Um, especially because, like, you know, every, everyone's racist, obviously, you know, everyone's prejudiced, everyone's judgmental, but mm-hmm. it, like, just, it, it's, like, all humans' fault, humans' fault, and then, of course, there's no elites in the world, and it's, like, oh, what a bunch of bullshit, like, no one's in charge of whatever, it's, like, okay, great, okay, um, so it's all about humans' fault, but, like, the girl is acting human in the end but they want they've inverted it and they make it seem like oh so it's just a representation of everybody when shit hits the fan all people care about is their bread and circuses and it's like i don't i didn't think that you know they're just trying to make humans look stupid and i'm like i didn't see that i thought it was literally saying like like you'll have to find joy in something when when or if so true that's what all of this tv talk at the end of this episode has been kind of about is that you know whether it's tv or like i indulge in a lot of music and and things we all do have to have something to take our foot off the accelerator and allow ourselves to relax and that's that is what truly is being exemplified at the end of that movie all right well uh mitch do you have any final thoughts and would you like to tell everyone where they can find you well, probably on the street after this. Um, <laughs> yeah. They can they can find me at my website, uh, theorgondonor.com. and uh, and I would also anyone listening, and you guys again, if you do happen to check out any of that stuff I referenced, specifically that that Chiron last channel, and yes. you see anything that interests you, I would I would be really beside myself if anyone reaches out to me uh, via email and and has an opinion, has things to share, or even wanted to talk about it in more detail. Cause it's, I just found it fascinating and cool would love to meet other people that have that, you know, and it's not about the weather and chemtrails and all that shit. It's, it's, it's different. Different. I'll, so. I'll definitely check it cool. out. Yeah. I'll um, check that out too. And if maybe I, don't I watch it with your wives. Don't watch it. Don't. Well, I mean, for you too, anyone else listening, like uh, my friend <laughs> who's a uh, she, is the one that recommended it to me, but I'm just saying I can understand too, like people that have, I am not married and I don't have children. So I tread differently on these types of topics. So like take it in small doses and, and you know, yeah, just I'll, uh, I'll I'll, force them to watch. I'll go find some and I'll, I'll put a link to it in the show notes too. So maybe some people can check that out and get at you. I'll definitely check it out. And if it, if it, if I deem it worthy, we'll, we'll, do it we'll come back just to talk about that hell yeah you know that sounds it's i'm utterly fascinated so all right guys with that i bid you adieu later
Nothing's gonna go your way They're seeding the clouds today <laughs> Watch! Seeding the clouds. Seeding the clouds. 